0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Let's get started with a word of prayer, and then we get on with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for allowing us to uh, read your word and have knowledge and wisdom. We thank you for allowing us to be in your presence, Father God. Father God, we thank you for blessing us with life, health, and strength, Father God. Father God, we ask you as we read your word today, whatever message that you want us to read or, or apply to our life, we ask you to help us to get it from it, Father. God, we ask you to give us eyes to see and ears to hear. We actually you to bless the ones that, that are reading the devotional and bless the ones that are hearing it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay. Verse of the day, 1 Samuel 37 to 8. Then David said to Abathar, the priest, the son of Amalek, bring me the ephod. Ab- Abadar brought it to him. Topic, bring me the ephod affirmations. I'm going to say them and pause behind each one to give you um, a moment to say it. I am grateful. I am fearless. I am loved by Jesus. I am hearing his voice. We're going to talk about the word ephod. Many people don't know what this word is, but it has about three different meanings. The meaning we will talk about is being part of the ritual the people must do to communicate with God, both to worship God and atone for his sins, for their sins. David used it a couple of times, but the one time we will discuss is in 1 Samuel to 8 Then David said to Ephrath the priest, the son of Amalek, "Bring me the ephod." Abadar brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord, "Shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them." He answered, You will surely overtake them the seed and succeed in the rescue. In this particular chapter, David needed the ephod to communicate with God. And he knew the only way to do that was to put on the ephod. And when he did, God spoke to him. During this time, high priest and only was the only one to wear the ephod. Aaron was the only one that could wear it at one time because it was very sacred. If someone needed to communicate with God, they had to find the high priest or prophet. And they would put it on. Imagine that every time you needed to speak to God, you had to find a priest or a prophet. We couldn't go on our own accord in the presence of God. In the Old Testament, people had to sacrifice animals to take away their sins. I couldn't kill a defenseless animal. But it was required of people to be able to be free from their sins. But God had a different plan. He allowed us to have the free will to come to Him into His presence and ask for forgiveness and speak with Him about our lives and worry and worries. He did this by making His Son the ultimate sacrifice. First John 2 and 2 says, He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. Hebrews 9 and 12 says, He entered once for all into the holy place, not by means of the blood of goats and cows, but by means of His own blood, thus securing an eternal rep- redemption. Ephesians 5 and 2 says, And walk in love as Christ loved us and gave Himself for us, a fragrance offering and sacrifice to God. These verses were, were were here these verses here show us how much the love he he loved us and what he did for us. Jesus was the sacrifice we needed to have atonement for our sins. He gave his life for us to be able to come to God and have grace and mercy. And a lot of us today find it hard just to take just to make time to say God, I thank you or God, I love you or God, I'm so grateful. Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God in the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It tells us in the word, take everything in prayer. That's how we can communicate with God, not through a priest or a prophet, not through a piece of cloth, but through our words and supplication, thanksgiving. What's supplication? It means we must ask god humbly with a grateful heart being happy for he for what he has done for us and god will give us peace that passes all understanding a peace nothing in this world can give us that not even a person can give us peace some say if i can win a million dollars that will be the happiest thing in philly in my in, in in the world no my friend being connected with our maker allowing jesus to keep our hearts In mind and peace, that's the best feeling. Knowing that when we speak, He hears you and me. That should that should give us great joy. Have you talked to Him today? Have you spoken to Him about the plans He has for you? Have you told Him how grateful you are for Him giving us His Son for your for your life, so that you may talk to Him without someone else knowing your needs and desires today? If you feel that it is still a barrier. Between you and God, ask him, what is it? It's not fabric. Maybe it's something you said or did. Maybe you're out of his will. The key to hearing the voice of God is asking for forgiveness and staying in constant communion with our maker, worshiping and adoring him for who he is. Try to resolve the issues you're having about hearing from him. He will tell you what the issue is today. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you. For today. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Father, gate forgive us if we did anything that's not of you. Father, we thank you today for allowing us to hear you and be able to come at any time to you father we thank you for your presence we thank you for grace and mercy and for the very every plan you have for us father help us to communicate every day to you help us to desire your presence and help us to draw closer to you lord give us a grateful heart lord we ask that you show us what we are doing that's causing a barrier between you and us in jesus mighty name amen so the topic today is bring me the ephod Okay, so the ephod, like we discussed in the devotional, was uh, almost like a vest or um, a long jacket. Um, it was a garment that only the priest Aaron could wear. At one time, it was it was God ordained him and him alone to wear it. But as it got, as we go further along in the Old Testament, it was um, prophets was able to wear this this particular um, fabric. And David, because he was king, and I think because he just, he he asked him, hey, give it to me. I, I don't care who has have to wear. it. I want to wear it. Give it to me. And he put it on. And David wore this another time. One time he danced. When well, he danced for God, because he was so happy. He wanted to show God how much he loved him. He had the ephod on even then. And so... This garment was used to be able to communicate with God. Once you put this garment on, you were able to hear from God. And we don't have that problem anymore. You, you see how we had to even go through where, we, where sacrifice was made with animals for atonement of sin. You had to get a certain animal. It had, had no blemishes. It had to be a... a, a uh, probably a male. It's, it's a long stipulation what this animal couldn't have and could have. It's all in Leviticus. And as we went through that, God decided, okay, no more killing the animals. No more killing the animals. I'm only going to make one person do this, and it's going to be my son. I'm going to send him to this world to to give these people a chance to talk to me for themselves that right there is special that he knew that in this day and age he knew this day and age was coming that people were not going to kill animals that people were not going to want to find someone to to talk to through someone else he knew that he knew that and he made a sacrifice of his son for us the ultimate sacrifice and with that sacrifice came grace and mercy but what we really talking about here is communication with god see we don't have to have all those stipulations to talk to god we don't have to go through a priest that that you know went through the ark and uh, the ark of covenant and he did all these things he, we don't have to do that anymore we just have to get on our knees we have to get in a private room or in our cars wherever we can go and we can communicate with god but how hard do we make it when i when i found this out and the holy spirit brought this to my attention i'm like Wow, and we make it just that hard to even just give him five minutes. And some of us, even with five minutes, we're still picking up our phone, we're still watching TV, or we're still wondering if someone's gonna call us, or we're wondering how, what dinner is gonna be. We still won't give him our undivided attention after all that progress. So, so what's really the problem? Is it that we don't want to talk to him? Is it that we, we find communicate with him hard? Are we scared to even communicate with him? There shouldn't be no barriers between us and God, but when we sin, we create a barrier between us and God. That's why we must every day get on our knees and say, God, forgive me. I don't have to say, someone bring me to Ephah so I can talk to God. Or, priest, can you, can you find out what God wants for me. No, I don't have to do that. I can just go down myself and say, God, what's your plans for my life? What calling do you have for me? God, I have a worry. Father God, I'm scared. Father God, I don't know what to do. Father God, please help me. I can just talk to him myself. But we don't. I think One of the issues with this day and age is that this generation is so scared to be alone. I um, heard two people say um, the other week, um, they said, I have to have the TV on. I have to have some kind of noise. I, I can't just be in our silent room. I'm like, why? It's like, no, I can't. Because people, not these particular people, but people are scared to be alone and be in a silent room because then they have to deal with their thoughts. Then they have to deal with their emotions. They have to deal with the silence. And silence makes people uncomfortable. I welcome the silence. Why? Because then I don't have nothing stopping me. Nothing causing me where I can't hear from him. Because that's the main problem is that the TV's going, the phone's going, you have people talking, you have people watching the baseball game, the playoffs are on, so people, have, people are watching the playoffs. Our phones, the main, the main barrier is our phones, they're always chiming, no, notifications, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Tumblr, Reddit, all these different applications. The news, the weather, it goes on and on and on. Text messages, phone calls. Beep, 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 be, be, always going, but nothing is quiet. Because when we're quiet, we can hear him. So our barrier today is noise from the electronics that we have. And for always seeking attention, always being on the phone, Our head is down, but it's not down to pray. It's down to look at our phone. Our head is down, but it's not to pray, but it's it's to play a video game. Our head is down, but it's because we listen and headphones. We have our headphones on. It's not to pray. We can easily pick up our phone with no problem. We can send off a text. Takes 10 seconds to send a text. And within that same period of sending a text, we can take those few times to say, God, I thank you. I thank you for giving me today. I thank you for letting me breathe. But we won't even do that. But you see the trouble that he had to. He had to go to a priest and say, give me this piece of cloth so I can put on so I can talk to God. And all we have to do is get on our knees and say, God, I need you. God, I'm sorry. God, let me put this phone down so I can hear your voice. Let me draw near to him because I need him. God, bills is coming in. I don't know how I'm going to pay. But we won't do it. We refuse to. So what's your barrier? What? What's causing you not to communicate with God? Because he made it so easy. We went from killing animals to wearing a cloth to a man named Jesus dying for our sins. And now we can go into his presence easily. Just like that. It's been three shifts in the spiritual realm. So what's not shifting you towards God? Let's look at some reference verses. First reference verse. Go to 2 Samuel 5, 19. We're still in the NIV version. 2 Samuel 5, verse 19. So David inquired the Lord, Shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? Lord answered him, Go, for I will surely deliver the Philistines into your hands. You see, David was a man that always inquired of God. You see, again, he asked him, Shall I go to the Philistines? The last one was um, he asked God, he said, If can I pursue these these men? Let's go back to 1 Samuel 30. If you if you can keep your hand right there, but go to 1 Samuel. 30 let's go let's go to the main verse let's um verse seven and eight i wish i had my bible to really look at these two verses okay so let's let's go back to here what happened was david and men they reached the, the city of ziklag and that they had attacked ziklag they burnt it down They captive captive they held women captive they, they did everything they had to do so when they found when they got there, they found out that everything's been destroyed. That everything's been destroyed. The, 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 these, these people, I'm, I'm been mistaken. I'm sorry. I'm getting over myself. David and his men reached, first One reached Ziklag. And on the third day, now the Amalekites had raided the the bag and Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag and burned it and had taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. Okay, we're going to stop there because this is going to give us what we need. So David needed to seek revenge. David needed to go after these men because these men have went there. They took Abigail. Y'all yeah, remember Abigail? Abigail was um, the widow of Nabal. We talked about him last week. He, they took her. They took his other wives. They took the other people's wives, his soldiers' wives. They did everything. So that's why David went to God. He was like, can I go after these men? Would you put these men in my hand? So if you go back to verse, you go back to the other verse we was on, which was 2 Samuel 5, if we go back there, he once again asked them again. It's a pattern that David had. He asked God, Can I go after these men? He did not move. He did not go. He did not attack while asking God while acquiring of God. He said, So David acquired of the Lord. Once again, he acquired of the Lord. That's the part I'm getting at. This is another time. A second time, David acquired of the Lord. The first time with the Philistines, the second time with the with the, the going um attacked these, these people. He acquired of the Lord. He asked the Lord. He prayed to the Lord. He talked to the Lord. Do you see the pattern here? But we won't talk to God about what plans he has for our life, what career moves that he has. But David, if we if we if we can model our life in one, after anyone, which I'm not saying to be like David, we all are individuals, we all are unique. God has his own plan for our lives. But if we can take anything from David, he always asks God, can I do this? Because I need you with me. I can't do it without you. And God's like, yes, go ahead. I will give them to you. You don't have to, ask, you don't have to, you don't have to worry, go. And each time David went after so went after, before asking God, can I go? He won. Why? Because he took God with him. Some of us in our lives are making moves and we're not taking God with him. He's an afterthought. Some of us are doing things, opening up business, going to career, doing careers, going to college, marrying people, uh, dating people. And we have not asked God anything. we just jumping right in head first. When the person that we need to stop and talk to, the God we need to stop and talk to is God. The person we need to talk to, the, the 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 creator of life we need to talk to and say, hey, do I need to marry this person? Hey, do I need to date this person? Do you need me to go to college? Is college in, my plan, in your plans for me? I want to go to college, but is it okay that I go? Is it okay that I do it? I want to open up this business, but should I? That's why some businesses fail. That's why some businesses never even get open. That's why sometimes businesses are just ideal because we don't take the right person. We go get, we go to the bank, we get the loan. We we uh, we talk to mom and dad. We we write up a contract. We figure out what we're gonna name it, but we don't ask God, what do He want? Is this what you want me to do? We just assume and we go oh, it's a good thing so I know God's gonna be behind it. I know God's gonna ordain it because um I'm being successful. yeah you're probably gonna be successful in it but God's not in it. Your business might fail because God wasn't in it. you're not having you're not understanding what's going on in college. your mind's not open you're not focused because you wasn't supposed to be there. You and this person is fighting, y'all arguing, y'all not getting along because you wasn't supposed to date this person. You wasn't supposed to marry this person. You decided what you wanted to do with your life while acquiring of God. Because we only want God included in certain facets of our life, right? He's only allowed to talk to us about our finances, right? He's only allowed to talk to us on Sunday, right? He's only allowed to talk to us when we're upset, right? Oh, no, th- this is a good one. We're only uh, He's only allowed to talk to us when we feel like we're depressed and we're too anxious and we're, we're too upset. Right? That's the only time we let him in, right? We've got to stop allowing only God to have so much room in our lives. Because he's such a big God. He needs our whole entire life in his hand. And he needs to tell us what we need to do. But the problem is, is that people don't want to be told what to do. Because it's their life, it's YOLO, my life. I'm going to do what I want. I'm grown, right? Yes, we all are grown. Yes, it's our life. But when you become a child of God, your life become his. David was the king of Israel. A Jerusalem. He was king of everything. He was this king. He was David. He, he slew 3,000 people and Saul slewed 3,000 people. He was that David. He was the man. But David, because he loved God so much, he was like, okay, I need to talk to God. Is, is this what you want me to do? Is this, is this what you, you, you want me to do in my life? He always seeked after him because he knew that nothing in his life could go right without him seeking God. And we must get to that point in our life where we're just seeking God about everything. But we don't. That's why some of us are depressed. That's why some of us are has have, have anxiety. That's why some of us can't sleep at night. That's why some of us have the problems that we have in life because we're not seeking god we're seeking we're seeking our sister we seek our best friend nene we're seeking our, our homeboy andrew no andrew and nene can't tell you what the careers and plans that god has for your life nene and Andrew didn't form you in your mother's womb but god did the same conversation you're having with andrew and nene you can have with god You don't need these large words when you talk to God. You just need a humble heart and a contrite heart, a repentive heart. And just say, God, I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand why this person I'm dating I'm arguing with. Why am I in school? My mind is in a thousand places. Why am I not understanding? He's dying to communicate with us, but we are so focused on ourselves and what make us comfortable. Well, I'm not comfortable with praying. I'm not comfortable being on my knees. Don't get on your knees. I'm not comfortable being alone. I'm not comfortable with the silence. Do you think Jesus was comfortable on the cross? But he did it. Stop whining and start praying. Situations are not never going to get better until we start putting our lives back into God's hands. So my question again today is, what is your barrier in your life stopping you from communicating with God, the maker of everything? What is your barrier that's causing you? Not to give him everything. What are you afraid of? Because he never leave you or forsake you. Nay, nay, Andrew will. People of this world will. But he'll be right there standing saying, okay, you you ready to talk? He loves us that much that he won't pressure us. He knows what we need. He won't pressure us. He'll leave us to our own ways until we get so tired, so worn out, like a child pitching a fit. And when that child gets tired, he finally lays down like, okay, I'm not getting my way. Let me just lay down and go to sleep. Until we get tired of pitching this fit. We get tired of searching things, doing things that's out of the will of God and things not working out until we finally realize maybe I need to go to God. And then we find out he didn't want us in college. He didn't want us to open up our own business on 3rd Street. He wanted us to be in the pulpit. Or Maybe he didn't want us to marry that person. Maybe this person we're dating wasn't who we supposed to marry, who we're supposed to date. But we won't never know until we communicate. People are looking at prophets today and saying, oh, there's a prophet. Let me ask her. Oh, let me ask him. He's a pastor. No. Ask God yourself. Inquire of the Lord. You don't have to bring an ephod. You don't have to kill an animal. You just simply have to open your mouth and talk to your father because he's waiting and listening. So today, if you haven't done that, and today you're having complications of doing that, go to him. The reference verses that I didn't get to, they're going to be at the bottom of the bio. I hope you all enjoyed this devotional. I did. I learned a lot. If you have time, look up the the word ephod and um, look at the origin of it and you'll understand more of it if you have time. Even go back and read 2 Samuel 30 and and 1 Samuel 5. Those those are great stories to show you David's dependence on God, because that's really what it is, is being fully dependent on God and going to him and pray for everything. I hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Um, Have a blessed day. Thank you.